that is what we're here for. Mic check, one, two, one, two. You already know who's back in the building. I'm back. Welcome back, welcome Fresh back. out, you know what I'm saying? Last week's <laughs> effort by the guys had me inspired, man. I was like, you know what? This is what LeBron feels like when you know he can miss a game and see the squad just pick it up <laughs> and, and do big things, man. That's good, but we back better than ever. Hold up, man. Let me see. Where am I on at? Where am I stuff at, man? Let me. Got to get the gunshots. Yeah, I got I to gotta get gunshots. Got to get the gunshots, man. Got to get the gunshots. That's, that's going to be the next key in the Bullet. evolution of this podcast, just getting gunshots, doing this, that, and the third. You feel me? Hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm feeling good, feeling great. You know what I'm saying? You know, I was in Houston last week. You feel me with my okay. family and all. I see the vibes. You know what I'm saying, baby? R.I.P. Screw, you feel me? <laughs> Candy paint on wood, slabbing down. You feel me? We back in it. You feel me? Nothing really changed. Nothing really changed, man. We back up in it. This is for the city. Town down. Screwed up. Yeah, man. We about to start doing nicknames on the show, too. Hold up, man. You already know the vibes, man. This is Arden, a.k.a. OVO Flack, a.k.a. Old Town Flack, a.k.a. Roadman Flack, a.k.a. Ace Town Flack, a.k.a. Spritzer for two, man. You already know For real, that's going to be my new thing. You know what I'm saying? We back. We back. <laughs> you feel me? This, this is new, brand new. We good. We got a great episode in store, man. I feel rejuvenated. I feel inspired. That's good. But now I got to say, man, I'm happy for y'all, man. Last week's episode was a, was a damn good one. I liked it. Thank you. Thank High you. quality stuff. I was like, there you go. There you go, team. Step up. <laughs> you know, you, you can't see, but you're pounding on my chest right here. You know, like, good. I felt it. Thank that you. That was good as hell. I liked it. Shout out, Screw. If you haven't been to oh. Houston yet, go to Houston. And as a rap fan, you have to go to Screwed Up Records and Tapes. I've been there on multiple occasions. It is a great visit. You need to go. Yeah, they're coming up with a, with a Screw movie. They're yes, the, uh, the Screw Bio or Screw docu-series or whatever. It looks fire. I, I, no, I was looking at it. I was like, you know what? I don't know if I really want to watch this because it feels like some like BET shit. Yeah. BET Netflix joint. But I'm like, eh. That's for the sake of it. I might check it out, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, like, it, it was interesting, though. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I was like, damn. Adidas was really giving it up like that back then? That's wild. I yeah. fucks with it. Yeah. I really do fucks with it. That's dope. Yeah. And you know what it is, too, bro? It's also just the fact that, like, hip-hop with, like, the documentaries and all that stuff, they, like, always done the same thing. It was either, yeah. like, Pac and Biggie. It was either in the boogie down Bronx where it was born or like California. And it's like, yeah. you know, hip hop is bigger than those people in those places. Like start paying respect to the other regions of people that like really inspired like the, the culture. Shit, like. like that's why if you like love Netflix, you got to watch hip hop El- evolution. Nah, I saw that show. I'm, I'm planning on watching it. It's fire, when I was there, I was, I was with my sister. Like, you know, I don't know what type of language they're going to have in this. Nah, shit. Nah, it's watch fire, it. bro. Like, watch it's that. like. Like, for somebody, like, I have, like, little aspirations to do d- documentaries. I would want to do something like that. Like, yeah. it's that good. But, hold on, let me switch it up, man, because I'm still staying in the South. You know what I'm saying? We're going to New Orleans. You feel me? Shout out to them Tigers. You know what I'm saying? Hey, get the... I was sitting this during the party last night. Oh, I, yo, where did that shit come from? I kept get seeing the, that all over the place. Get, get, 
Get the get. Get the. Where does she come from? Get the net. What the dance? Yeah, no, cause I, I, miss, I saw like the uh, the White House joint that, that was like a, a big stage shit. Yeah, that shit was funny. It was, that shit funny. was funny. But yeah, that was like the whole LSU thing. That's what they was doing because they remixed the song to get the nat nat short for national championship. Yeah. So that was the whole thing, like get the nat, get the nat, get, get the, the nat. nat. But this is like a classic New Orleans bounce record, and I'm all for this as like a young historian yeah. of, of the rap game. I'm all for these type of records. They was playing this at the party. <laughs> Get the get, 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 get the net. Oh, I was in my bag, man. Nah, cause I, when I saw that first LSU video, I was like, yo, who the hell that white girl like is actually there hitting that shit, little kid? Yeah, key. bro. But nah, she nah, was like, nah. Bodying it, bro. I was like, nah, that's hilarious. She was. I was hilarious. I was like, she, I was like, she can't be like a White House official. Like that place is too racist. <laughs> Them all MAGA motherfuckers. That shit would be crazy if she was. Turtleneck. DJ. I got one more in me, man. I had to do a little extended set because it's been a couple weeks. You feel me? It's kind of a little sample. I'm still in my southern bag, man. Come on, man. Let's get it. What? I'm still in it, baby. He's nigga in his bag. Make him say, uh. Nah, nah, nah. Let's get it, Pete. Oh God! <laughs> Woo! I'm feeling it. Little Southern man, they think cause we from New York, we don't got love for the South. Almost gave me my Snoop Dogg bag. The <laughs> South ain't got love for Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh man, folks, what is going on? Welcome to episode 106 of the Four Side Podcast. This your boy Arden talking to you. It's A to the Kizzle. What's up? A to the Kizzle. K to the I double Z L E. Switch it up again for the family. <laughs> Wills is not here with us today, but as Will say, yeah, yeah, this your boy Wills. Wills is kind of like in a unique situation for today because on one hand, he's celebrating more life as it's the birthday of his niece. So happy birthday to her. But uh, he's unfortunately also dealing with a family tragedy. And both happened within like the last 24 hours. So, of course, sending our love and condolences at the same time to our brother Wills. We love you and miss love you. you. Too, bro. Can't wait to see you again for next weekend because we're definitely having a great show next weekend. But we back at it here today. Again, I'm back at it. It's your boy Arden talking to you. I was away last weekend, but the crew held it down. Held it down. Hell of an effort. I was so happy to see Thank that. You. Um, of course, follow us on social media at Foresight Pod. Check us out on all available platforms between Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Read our work. A new article we just uploaded is uh, it's up on Medium. We just posted it to the story, a recap that I did of a Chinese kitty's birthday event last week at SOBs. Um, I wrote a little something about that, so check that out at medium.com slash at Rights. And as always, man, if you're a first-time, multi-time, last-time listener, Thank you for listening either way. AK, what is going on with you, my man? Man, let's just say it's been a rough couple of weeks. Mm. Um, a lot of shit happened. Uh, Madness. Yo, fam, first of all, I don't I don't, I don't, I don't want to bring any negativity into this shit, but you know, it's, it's going to start from a negative note, and then it's going to end up on a, on a positive note. It's you know a safe I mean? space. Yeah. Get so, you know, first of all, uh, a few weeks ago, like, it's uh, my girlfriend's birthday, right? Mm-hmm. Drop her off. I'm going back home. My tire pop. Mm-hmm. Brand new tire. About like a month ago. Yeah. Prior, this it, it just popped. Wow. Yeah. 
So then now, hustling money to get up that shit. Then now I've been trash, yeah. Bro. Then also I have had like final like papers and mm-hmm. work through the past few weeks. And yo, the last this last week, just been on do not disturb. Yeah, it be like I'm, that. Sometimes. Everything has had to like there's had to lock in and shit. I had to finish two like ten page papers. It be like that. Got sometimes, that shit bro. done. I had a. And then I still got some shit to do today. I finished. I finished like the major shit. This shit just like you know, okay, extra nice. credit. So I'm, I'm on my after I've done. So I'm rushing home, finishing that shit to get the extra twenty points, whatever, whatever. But definitely, I know ended up finishing everything. But fam, it was a rough. It was a rough couple of weeks. That all that that final shit was stressful. It be that like was that. Stressful. It really is. But you know what though? And it's funny because one of the players at my school that I had, well, she played with me for a couple of years. She's like I think what like the tenth grade now. Yeah. I think at the school I've been working at. And um, one thing she tells me about when we talk is uh, she's like, yeah, I got, like, so much work, and I feel so overwhelmed. And I just tell her, I'm like, even when you're handling a lot of busy stuff, and, and I definitely know what it means to be a busy person myself, I'm like, you just have to learn how to catch your breath and take it one at a time. You know what I mean? Like, it's easy to overwhelm yourself because you just want to take on everything at the same time. But it's like, you can still get done what you need to be done, but... Just handle it accordingly so it doesn't get overwhelming. Like, the same thing I, I told my girl, you know, with work, you know, like, she already works a pretty demanding job, but sometimes it gets crazier, and it's, like, the same thing. You just catch your breath mm-hmm. and know what you got to do in order and handle it the right way. That's right. what I've been doing personally with, like, with like the sports writing and stuff. Like, every week for, like, the last month, I've been writing out, like, my assignments for that week. Yeah just to keep me in order. And I even go as far as like designating which days I'm doing the assignment. Because I know I could get like really crazy and be trying to do like a week's worth of work within two days. And it's like, man, I can't be doing that, bro. Like, yeah. That's gonna make me freaking insane to the membrane. Like I'm not doing that. So, but yeah, that's what I gotta tell you and everybody else out there, yo, my freaking learn how to manage your time and your Ooh, effort. That's a fact. That's a, that's and and it will be done. It will be done. I'm not saying put stuff off, but just take your time, designate, Catch your breath in this whole thing, man. For real. Like, that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. But I'm happy you're still here, though. Thank happy you. you're still here. Nah, happy that's a fact. Like, it was like I said. Find yourself. It, it, it took a minute. The lady? The lady's good. Like, we, we still good. Everything's been fine. Birthday was cool. Uh, I just got to say, it really sucks, you know, having, like, my birthday, her birthday, and then, like, Valentine's Day, like, so close together mm-hmm. already. Your pocket's about to be ripped. Fam. Apart. <laughs> I mean, my birthday was lucky because I ain't like you know. Yeah. <laughs> I got yeah. I got taken out. You feel me? That's right. The mill pay. Right, I'm a young king. You know. What you know what I'm saying? It's young AK, and it's time no. to run your stack up, tired ass. <laughs> <laughs> but nah. So, but you know, but yeah, it's it's it's, it's rough, but it's, it's been cool. Like I said, the only really major thing was just like the schoolwork that's taking me out. Um, and then aside from that, man, just getting ready for the next, this last uh, semester. Yeah, man. You feel me? Um, graduate. Oh, I, they're still applying to jobs and internships and shit like that still. But good, you know that's good. in time. But, you know, other than that, that's that's to look forward to right now. I hear you on that, too. I just kicked off my semester early this week as well. I think I'm going to like this semester better than the last one. Like, I like my classes from the last semester. But these classes I like, they're fire because, for one, they're actually classes, I think, are pretty unique. Like, I have a marriage yeah. and family class. I have, like, a poly science class. I yeah. have, like, a film and cinema class, almost so like a regular no, English no, class. No, the film and cinema class is going to be fine. Yeah, it's going to be fine. Like, all those classes are, like, really unique. And they, like, fulfill, like, the general requirements. I need to get closer to the degree. 
So it's not like in some instances like, oh, where you got like a fire pack of classes, yeah. but they're not gonna do nothing for like oh, your degree requirements and stuff. I need to ask, but then how, how does the marriage and family class like fall into that though? Honestly, I think it's a part of what was it? What requirement does it fall into? I think it might fall under like the general science or something requirement at WCC. Yeah. But it's like the general requirement. I forgot the subject, but in each subject at WCC. It's like a wide range of classes. It might be like, I don't think that's like a humanities class. That's not like a humanities class. Yeah, it's like, it's like a crazy amount of requirements. uh, Not even necessarily to fulfill, but Mm -hmm. options that they give you. That's the best way to say it. It's like, it's not like in some instances where it's like, yo, you have to fulfill this this one. You got to take this class. It's a very limited amount. Like WCC Deadass has so many classes you could take to fulfill that that requirement. So I would say... Hey, I'll take marriage and family. That sounded really interesting, you know. I'm in a serious relationship. You feel me? I'm at a yeah. point in my life where I am thinking about marriage and kids in the future. And anything that like looks into that and communication, I'll take. Like it ain't nothing. And so far it's been doing pretty good. But for, yeah, for me, last week, last week in my trip to Houston was like the highlight. That was needed, bro. For real. That was yeah. really nice. My lady came down there with me. That's so dope. that that was really, really dope. Now Friday mm-hmm. night though. When we arrived was that whole Friday was crazy because like you guys talked about it last week with Pop Smoke being arrested. Yeah, we was at JFK when Pop Smoke got arrested. Oh, and shit. I didn't realize that was him until my girl reminded me. She was like, "Yeah, he was like behind us getting searched and went through because oh. we was going through like the whole security checkup, like taking your shoes off, yeah. going in the whole booth and you get scanned. And when you go through that, you I'm like." I'll speak for me personally. I'm just in a rush to get my stuff. Yeah. Like, I get paranoid. I'm like, yo, what if somebody in the front uh, of me uh, trying to take my shit. joint? Yeah. So I'm like hurrying up. And I didn't realize that until I like, replayed it that like I saw the braids. Like I see his face. I'm like, oh, snap. That was Pop Smoke. Smoke. I dead ass saw him before he got arrested. <laughs> like that was insane. That's it. And wow. And then we land in Houston. Yeah. I had to, uh, we had to fly with a kid that was like one of my extended family's closest friends. Yeah. Cause his parents wasn't coming out, so we had to like fly with a kid down. Mm-hmm. So we going through the airport, leave the airport. I kid you not, I run into Greg Odin as I'm leaving the airport. In case folks don't remember Greg Odin, my chill days with Greg Odin, one of the biggest busts in NBA history. Greg Odin, number one pick. Number one pick. That bust should not fair though. It is. It's, it's, I feel bad for him with the injuries, but it is what it is. Nah, dog. cause even without the bus, he was playing good, man. But he also he was had playing his good. Where he wasn't. And but also, nah, he, time, he had more good than. I, mm, nah, I bro, he's a butt. It is I though, can't put that on him, especially man. for Portland, cause there's a guy named Kevin Durant in the same draft, and you chose him over him. I mean, look, you feel. You I, I, don't, I, I don't. At the time, I still don't think I was a bad. You know what I'm no. saying? No, this no, no, is I'm lying. Katie different, Katie different. But. This is the same trailblazers that once picked Sam Bowie over Michael Jordan in the 1984 draft. It is what it is, Portland. But I saw him. He looked good. Mm-hmm. I was very happy for him. So we had the chance to settle in. And then we went to, like, this welcome dinner for everybody that was in town. That was, like, at this, like, nice, nice hotel called the Post Oak Hotel. Yeah. And this is apparently, like, the hotel, like, where mad famous people check into when they're in Houston. We walk in. It's crazy because the Lakers were checking into the same hotel because they played the Rockets the next night. Uh, we walk through the lobby. First person we see was Anthony Davis. <laughs> so like, I like walk up to AD like, yo, like, yo, good job, AD. What's up? He goes like, yo, thank you, appreciate it. <laughs> and then we found out Lionel Richie was in the same hotel and people saw him. What the fuck is all them niggas doing down there? Yeah, it was just 
Houston performing. And it was definitely one of the hotels where like the thotties pop out. How about I say? Because there was some thotties. <laughs> like, like the Houston Jones. There like, some thotties. <laughs> the Houston Jones be alright. Yeah, you know and I, I mean? also say right. this too. The Houston Jones. Hey, I'll look both sides. I look if you fall in love with a Houston woman or man down there. Hey, look, I get it. I'll roll one way, but I get it though because damn near everybody in the gallery of mall. It was like wow. I I see the vision. <laughs> I see it both ways. Like, wow. God damn. Woo. I'm like, I see why people go to Houston to fall in love, yo. For real. Like, I see hey, you, pimp. I see you. I see the vision. But it was funny as hell. Rajon Rondo got escorted out of our private event. I didn't even know. He was wilding. I didn't even know they was escorting Rondo oh, out. Nah, I thought you he know. was going to his whip. Nah, you know he was wilding. I was about to be like, yo, let him get some food. This Rondo. No, he, probably, he probably off that, you know. But, um, just let me chill. <laughs> let me know. Like Houston. Houston was a great trip. Again, like I love the city. Houston's like one of my top three places I would move to. Oh, uh, same if here. I choose to, uh, if I chose to like leave New York. But yeah, especially because I have a Nigerian population for me. So facts. Like, there is me. their favorite ice cream place was in Houston, Mount Freaking Cream Street. Had to pop out and get that. But uh, but yeah, it was really good. Before we go into the uh, to the topics for today, let me also say shout out once again to uh, to Chanel, uh, PQ Chanel. You guys know on Instagram. Also know her as one of the best publicists in the game right now for her work with Hot 97, with Dipset, and many others. Um, she was the one that invited me to the whole Chinese Kitty event last week. Like, I was at work, and I just see my, like, I during a slow moment, I check my phone, mm-hmm. and I see, like, the Chinese Kitty flyer. And she was like, yeah, I put you on the list for this tonight. So, like, oh, snap, okay. So, like, I popped out. Pretty cool event. Saw a lot yeah. of young talent. Saw Fabio and those guys. Ether to connect. Like they're really living their best life. They should be. Um, they they should really be. are. But uh, but yeah, man. Again, shout out to her. Shout out yeah. to Chinese Kitty for the event. Shout out to everybody at the event that I saw performing with Thug Thank Dizzle. you. But uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and get into the show. Before the show started, or maybe at the beginning of the show, I told AK how he needed to check out this Netflix show called Hip Hop Evolution. Um. It's been out for four seasons now, and it's basically a documentary where they go and explain the history of hip-hop, right? So they go to all the key places. They speak to all the key people. But what's fire about this show and why I have to give it so much respect is because of the fact that they're speaking to the right people who really were there that could tell the story, and they really provide context behind what made the city that, that, what made the person that, what made the movement in those towns what it was. And if you know anything about me from listening to the show, you know I'm all about context. Like, context is a very big deal to me. And the last couple episodes has been about rap in the South. So it's touched on Houston. It touched on New Orleans. It even touched on, like, Virginia Beach. It touched on even, like, Teddy Riley, being the legendary Teddy Riley, even though he's from Harlem when he moved down to Virginia Beach. And it's really, really fire. And it's like, with that happening, along with the DJ Screw getting his own film coming out, it, it's time for us as a culture to, again, understand what the South has given us. Instead of just like the regular degla, oh, the 2010s impact or the 2000 impact. Like, the South has given us a lot over the last 30-something years in rap. You feel me? And for it to start off so small, but to get to where it is now, 
is just incredible. You know, it, 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 it's insane to me. You feel me? Like, that's why I wanted to say that and just touch on that. And, like, AK, for you, when you see rap's impact, whether it's dating, dating back to when you first saw it, like, I want you to take it back to, like, what were your fir- first thoughts on, like, seeing rap from the South? From the South? Um, damn, for the, my first thought. I would have to say uh, our memory, probably Rain, like Lil Rain. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing seen him. Um, and then after Lil Rain, uh, Outkast. Yep. And then, you know, obviously, like, the Ludacris. Like, those are the people that were, like, really popping back in the day, like, from the South. Seeing them in the whole, like, little, you know, what, two-step era. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Started popping out. That, that stuff, too. And then, like, you know, it, it, even now, I, I think, like, the South, the South influence is still still being appreciated. Like, and for the simple fact that, like, you know, uh, uh, like the Chopper and Screw sound, pretty mm-hmm. much. Every, like, if everybody has an element of that shit in their song, mm-hmm. everybody knows. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so I still feel like the South is still being in, like, you know, influence, influential. Then even Rain himself, like, a lot of these niggas are Rain, or like Rain Babies. Yeah. A lot of them, and a lot of like them are the grandchildren. Wayne, like, like for example, Young Thug. When Young Thug first came out, you cannot tell the difference between them two. Mm-hmm. And I, even now, like a lot of them niggas, you know what I mean? Like, so Rain is, is another example of that too. And even even going back to like uh, Ghetto Boys, uh, obviously Scarface, um, um, A Ball, MMG, and this is just me. Like, yeah. even listening to all these niggas is like me. For example, like being a big Crip fan, but here let me talk about A Ball and like MMG and shit like that. Go be like, ah, I bet. You know what I mean? Like, all mm-hmm. this shit. So, you know, it, like, it's important. And then, again, a big artist like Drake, when he was used, I don't, I don't know if he still does it, but I know he used to do, like, his OG, Chapter and Screw joint. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember like, that. Even yeah. that, like, that, that really, yeah, that's a big era. ASAP. Chapter Screw stuff. You know what I'm saying? ASAP Rocky. You know what I mean? So, the South always had a big influence. And I think, like, everybody, if they didn't, Want to real if they didn't want to admit it, at least they kind of like yeah notice it in, in their life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, just I've always had a big influence. That's a fact. You know what's so funny, man? Like when I was thinking about it, it was funny to me because it was like, of course I remember growing up hearing Lil Wayne. Yeah. But I guess in like my first moments hearing Wayne, I didn't really like register him with the South. Mm-hmm. It was just like yo, just like Lil Wayne, like Hot Boys. Okay, yeah. like the block is hot. But I didn't really like associate him with the South and New Orleans until maybe two or three years after that. So maybe going like 06, 07, where it's like, all right, this is like New Orleans for yeah. real. But I remember my first like moment, I remember, I kid you not, back when a lot of us as kids was freaks and you stayed up late enough to watch BET Uncut. <laughs> and uh, we was watching my freaking. Nelly uh, Tip Drew. Tip drill and my freaking uh the, the Paul Wall Slim Thug joint yeah tipping <laughs> on four foes and they had like a strip club version to that song and I remember that was like my first introduction you see the you see the whips you see the mm-hmm. candy paint the rims the, the slab the grills and I remember Nelly had that song grills Rob the Julie stole and tell her make me your grill and I remember that so I was like oh this is like southern rap like okay like this is what it is and I guess it's more about learning about like the influential figures that don't really get talked about, like yeah. like a DJ Screw, like some of those guys in New Orleans who made like the bounce music what it was, and then you mm-hmm. see like years later when Drake 
incorporates that into like nice for what and in my feelings and of course there's the the hot boys you start learning about trick daddy and trina yeah. slip and slide all, and that shit, that all of that stuff and you start seeing more and more that it's like it goes beyond it's those that are on the surface like last night i watched the the episode that talked a lot about Lil John. Like, yeah. dudes forget, <laughs> like, yo. Lil John had a lot of Lil John had a lot of hits, fam. Lil John got a, a lot, lot of, of goddamn hits. hits. Exactly. Yo. Lil John is a Hall of Famer for real. And Lil John too. was probably like the first big mega star of the 2000s from Atlanta. Like, he had mega hits. He was dominating the charts. Like the whole yeah what like Chappelle show with what they was doing with that was crazy. I remember just like felt like I was like in a time machine watching that. Like they was talking about it was like yo like we had white people in the crowd saying ski 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 and they didn't even know we was talking about busting (laughs) it. And I'm like yo that's a fact. I remember a lot of us was singing them joints. Oh that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Not even realizing they was talking about masturbation and just busting nuts. So yeah the South man it's like yo that's they influential for real. Of course like you said Outkast and the rest of those guys but it was incredible. But uh, speaking of Wayne and of course speaking of Wills um Next week is finally time. The title of this episode, I think, is fitting because Gianni hit me up last night. I was like, yo, what's the title for this uh, episode? And immediately I said, the F is for finally. (laughs) Uh, Next Friday, January 31st, Wheezy F Baby, Tochi, is finally releasing Funeral. New album from Wheezy, from the man Wills considers to be the GOAT. it's finally coming out. And I started feeling like it was going to drop soon because yeah. I saw him with Elliot Wilson for like the no, no, car test. When I, when I saw the pictures, I was like, all right, it's, it's coming yeah, soon. I, I like, didn't know yeah. everybody like, it's, it's, it's coming soon. I was like, yeah, something's dropping. It's about to go down. And then I actually saw this yesterday because this, this went viral a couple of times in the timeline. Mm-hmm. Somebody was like, yo, pause the video and flip it upside down. All Apparently, right. the funeral upside down spells Lil Wayne. Oh, I didn't even. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got that gotta... ass. Like that ass. Like somebody uh, said that a couple times. There's like, yo, like the little promo video that came out. Yeah. There's like, pause the video, and f- like flip it upside down. Like basically, like flip your phone upside down. And I did it, and it said Lil Wayne. I was like, that's fire. That's a graphic team. I, I like that. Oh, that's a good graphic team. But um, right just know we're definitely talking about this next week after it comes out. That's a fact. But uh, I'm excited. I I feel it's gonna be a, a good project because like, okay, yeah. like don't go this wrong. Like Carter Five is 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 a good album. You know, like even though like, it was a little dated, it, it's still a good album. But we understand like it's because of like what it took, yeah. like to get it out. You you, like, you can't say nothing about it, man. Like, it, but at the same time though, like I want to hear something new, something fresh from Weezy. Yeah. So having this new album is good because like I want to see like what he's doing now, like how we, how he's going now. So I'm ready. I'm I was thinking last night. I said it in our group chat last night, but and I still don't really know what my expectations for this album will be. Cause it's like I don't got them. I really, yeah. I think I'm gonna be like that too. I know for Will's, Will said in our group chat. First things first, he said like I think this is going to be the album that's gonna make dudes be like, okay, Wayne is like back, back. Like yeah. he hasn't missed a beat. And then Will's continues says like, hey, he's going to have features from new artists and playing with new with new flows. Um, I just I really don't know what to expect. Cause again, like you said, Carter Five was just that was kind of. 
To me, I, I, I expected it, though. Yeah. I expected no, it to no. sound like that. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? It, it, I was trying to figure a way to say, like, it was kind of immune from criticism because, yeah. like, what you said is, like, we were just happy to finally we came, get it. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yo, bro, I'll take this offering from you. Like, yeah. And we like, know these records are going to sound dated, dated as hell. Yeah. But with Funeral... I guess for me, I guess any expectations I would have to put on or have to, I'll probably have to. It's just gotta, to it's gotta like, sound new. That's all it is to me. Yeah, I think for me, I think I would have to just listen <clears> back to like the final mixtapes Wayne had dropped prior to Carter Five, where he was on like the new wave and touching on different records and where he was sounding good. I'm trying to think. I'm trying because there was what dedication, what five and six. What was the joint uh, with Family Feud five with Drake? Because uh, there was a stretch before Carter Five where I... I want to say Free Weezy album and uh, yeah, another joint. There was a stretch in which I was becoming very <clears throat> optimistic about Wayne again mm-hmm. because he was sounding really good. I think for oh, me, he had the Magnolia freestyle. Yeah. That was hard as well. I'm about to play that. That was crazy. And I was like, okay, now I'm really rolling with Wayne again because I'm like, this is fire. But, uh... But yeah, I just think personally, it's you know, I'm, I'll I'll be very excited to hear it. I'll definitely be up next Thursday night. Yeah, this is the Magnolia freestyle that had me like. I remember this shit. This shit was tough. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, this is the giant right here. Yeah, that shit was tough. I remember this. <laughs> this is what I was like, okay, I'm back. I'm back, Wayne. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's about Wayne's gonna come back though. I, I feel it. I feel it's gonna be a good effort from him. Like I, that's all I have. I just expect it to sound new, and like I, if I have any expectations, that's all, all what it would be. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat with you. We'll be very excited and definitely expect us to talk about this at length next Saturday. Yeah, um, Wayne might be the first artist to get back to back. Episode covers, <laughs> yo, because of the uh, magnitude uh, that is out. Speaking of, of of next Saturday, um, I, I, I want to call someone to the to the to the forefront. Mm. Uh, it's my man's, my man's, Mr. Uh, Mr. P and D. Ooh, yeah. Ah, <coughs> 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 oh, yeah, bro. <coughs> Gotta get some my throat real quick. Young party next door. What's up? What's going on, man? What's going on, man? Like, like, yo, yo, talk to me here, bro. My nigga said, "What my nigga said again?" He said, "We dropping in January." We dropping in January. What day is it, my man's? Today it is my freaking Saturday, January twenty fifth. 25th. I forgot to say at the beginning of the episode. We're recording this on Saturday, January 25th. Yeah. 25th, my man's. Damn. 25 days in January. We... Yo, what, what, what's good? Like what? January 10th, my birthday, you don't drive. I keep it 100. I'm not hurt by that. I wasn't expecting that shit to happen. You feel me? No, bro. I wasn't expecting that shit to happen. You heard me? Next Saturday, I'm thinking, ah, you know, P&D dropping, about to be lit. You getting ready? Nah, ain't, 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 ain't nothing. And again today, my man, yo, no, my nigga, what's, what's really wrong? What's wrong? I don't know. What's, what's wrong, wrong, bro? Money, what's wrong, man? I, I, I'm hurt right now. I'm hurt too. I, I was expecting something, like, I'm bro, you too. got the vision blowing you out the water, bro. Mm-hmm. 
Yo, that that yo, that, um, that mule shit was fire, man. Shout out the to the vision. Yo, that that president. The yo, dead president that? flag. Yo, fan your party, yo. But you can't, yo. I, I was fucking with the mules. Popcorn dropped last month too. Popcorn was fire, yo. No, pop, no, that was this month. Popcorn shit. Yeah, it, they, it was, it was this fire. Jordan ain't dropped yet. They coming yo, soon. Yo, party man. Roy's coming soon. You, man. I'm still rooting for you, but come on, bro. Might have keep come your on, ass bro. in the that basement. Ain't shit yet, man. I, I fuck with the news, but the oil was kind of in. Eh. I'm not gonna hold you, man. Like because it, 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 it's starting, it's, it's starting, it's starting to grow on me a little bit. Like <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you, but loyal. I officially was still in, but I, but I see the appeal. But come on, bro. Like yo, we need this party album. Uh, I think the people want it. Like all, all, all jokes aside, like we niggas want the party album. We need the party album. Um, obviously he's. I feel like it gotta come now. If there's some, if there's some reason he's trying to make it perfect, at least. Let the people know so we're not I really mean, expecting that means he's shit. He's probably gonna drop with Wayne. I hope he drops. With, I mean, not 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 on some competition shit, but like I, I hope like it, it comes out that day too. I hope it really I mean, does. It will have to. It will have to. But at the same time, like I don't know. I, at this point, I'm not keeping my hopes up. Let me put it that yeah. way. You know, what's like, so yeah. funny, bro. It's like I like party, but I guess on like in like the OVO fan club. I was never high on party oh, like everybody else was. Like I, was like, I liked him. I saw the talent, but I'm like, I don't get it. I'm like, I was. I never was on like the super duper party wave. Like I said, yeah. I liked the records, but I wasn't really high on like, the party wave. I mean, I I got you because the same way you feel about party was the same way I still feel about the weekend. Yeah, like I was never. I remember when the weekend first came out. Wasn't a fan of House of Balloons, honestly. Wasn't really a fan of whether it was a Thursday. Echoes of Silence was probably I think, was the only one I fucked with. And I think like um like the few extra songs he did on uh when like the trilogy compilation mm-hmm. album came out. And that's about it. If I'm gonna keep it hundred with y'all, right? Mm-hmm. So like it would with me for party, I think for me, like when I first heard him, his sound was honestly was just different. Yeah. Like it, it was came I think the first one was like Break from Toronto. So I was like, all right, nah, yeah. this shit fire. And then you start going on the SoundCloud, and the other shit, like, ah, oh, I bet Persian rugs. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you just realize, ah, oh, like, the candy, candy, I think that's, that's uh, the shit with Nipsey. Mm. And this nigga had, like, mad, this nigga was skilled. So, I think, you know, it, like, he dropped a classic in P1. I think he dropped another classic in P2. And personally, I like P3. Yeah. I, know, I know a lot of niggas like to shit on P3, yeah, but I like, yeah, but I think, uh, like I said, I think because uh, P1, P2 were more like sexual and P3 yeah. was more like sad boy tunes, but and that's a, not a hit. No I like that little EP he gave us, the Colors EP. Colors, no, Colors, the Colors, colors one, EP was fire. Yo, colors bro. 1 and 2 were both fire. Seven Days was in. So I yeah, think with me, I, wanted to, I want him to redeem himself from Seven Days. Like mm-hmm. at this point, I, have, I, I know the music is going to be good. I expect the music to be good. Yeah. But I need you to redeem yourself from seven days. Yeah, the, the seven days. Yeah. I think he dropped that before he went on tour too. And that's that's the last we heard of that nigga. Yeah, but, but hey, it's, I'm telling you, this is going to be the year that, and this wasn't even a topic we had on the board, but this is going to be a year that OVO sound really gets people's attention for being this really solid label. It's it's been projecting to be over the last couple years. I mean, the, I mean, with division off top. Um, division, division legit off top. Legit has legit. given folks stuff. Roy no, Woods has been cooking up a little bit. Majid has given folks stuff, but I don't think Majid, at least from what I've seen. I mean, they're just getting trashed, but I don't. 
think Bajay's getting the same type of traction that Division is getting right now. Oh no, they're not. Like, Division, yeah. Division, like Division is, is Legit is like yeah. the third popular, but Legit nah, has like also fourth. Fourth, you think Roy would be more popular? It, it, hold on, like, 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 like where, where we going about Ovi? Are we going about from Drake or like we going about? And I'm not even counting Drake. Uh, okay, I'm counting, so like artists because Drake is considered uh, an so overhead. So uh, third, third, you're right. He you're would right, be right. third because yeah, I'm like, like Popcom will probably work his way into that, but uh, that might just be one. Popcom, like, nah, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, it might be right. one particular audience unless that audience is like bigger than what we don't realize. You're right, because because what I'm thinking of it is uh. If it's P and D one, obviously Division two, D would be Majid. I can yeah. make an argument for Popcorn four, and I can make an argument for him as three as well. Yeah, but but no, nah, this is gonna be the year, man. Like for real, because I know a, a lot of folks. You guys, oh, the whole sweatshop, writing sweatshop, or oh, y'all not checking for them. But I said on this platform a lot of times, them OVO boys, they all been touring multiple times on their own. Throughout the country and, and 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 the UK by themselves, little to no Drake features, you know. And, and Drake said it during the Rap Radar interview. There was like he, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but he was like, "Yo, like, See, let's do what they we want. let them, we let them do what they want. Like, yeah. we let them cook up and do what they do. And and so far, it's working. Like, they're like OVO sound. I get it. The whole little per- wrong perception you guys are making of them. And again, it comes to the fan interactions and stuff, but. Anytime those artists could cook up and make some stuff and you have their core audience mess with it and they're able to tour and do this, that, and the third off of it. And these guys are years in the game. Like, Majid Jordan now is like a few years into the game. Yeah. Division's now a few years into the game. Party's more than a few years into the game. Even Roy Woods. Roy Woods is like the young boy yeah. of your Sound. Like, we was hearing Roy Woods back in like 2015, 2016 with the drama record him and Drake dropped. Yeah. So y'all gotta start giving some props to this to this crew here because unless y'all wanna like move the goalposts and be like going oh, some old superstars, this, that, and the third, in terms of just making good music and having a career, they've been having that. And unlike some other artists led or deeply associated labels, we ain't hearing no more freaking problems. He's trying to throw shots. You know what I'm saying? I'm just speaking the facts. He's trying you to throw shots, me. y'all. Look at that. You feel me? It ain't no ain't no sabbaticals. Ain't no IG lives, ain't no rants, ain't no wow. business booming. Y'all heard yo, y'all, y'all know exactly what you're talking about. Nah. You know nah. I'm speaking oh. to both of them. I'm speaking to oh. both of them. Oh. Both of them labels have had multiple artists oh. on either Olio side. Flag. You know, yeah, that's right. Olio Olio Flag. Flag. That's for both labels. I don't have condone this message. Both multiple artists. I do not condone this message. Multiple artists. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He's getting this OJ on. Peace, love, and, <laughs> peace, love, and happiness. Take care. <laughs> Take care. Peace, love, and happiness. But no, nah, I just wanted to say that. But uh, up next on the docket, uh, YG was arrested a day or two ago in Los Angeles uh, because according to reports, uh, YG, whose real name is uh, Kenan Jackson, 29, was arrested in Chatsworth, an LA neighborhood in the San Fran uh, in the San Fernando Valley around 4 a.m. after deputies served a search warrant at his home, the Los Angeles County Sheriff Department said in a statement. Um, the de- the department did not detail the allegations, other than to say he was arrested on robbery charges. Online court records did not appear to list the case Friday night. Arraignment is scheduled for Tuesday in Compton, according to the Sheriff's Department. Uh, YG was held on bail. 
He was held on a $250,000 bail, but he posted it last night, being Friday night. Um, I think the arraignment or something else was coming on the 28th. And apparently, this was like the sixth, uh, not the sixth time, excuse me. This was like the second or third time in the last six months YG uh, was crib or whatever was being uh, searched by police off of a warrant. Yeah. Uh the first but, time they found nothing though. Yeah, they didn't find nothing the first time. So, or he so, wasn't he wasn't there the first, the first time. time. Second time they, they found him at the crib and they trying to like line him up for some stuff. Either way, I just want to say it's real though. That's yeah, I just want to say YG be safe. Um I'm happy you got out because I was about to be sick if you missed Nipsey's Grammy tribute. Oh my god, I was that's the first thing I thought about, bro. Yo. That's the first thing I'm uh, freaking thought about, boy. That would have been bad. I saw YG get booked up. I said, no, he's going to miss Nipsey's tribute. And he perform- he's performing on that one, too, isn't he? Yeah. I know it's him it's, and Meek. It's, it's him, Meek, Khaled. And the game. Uh, no, not the game. I think folks have been making jokes <laughs> about, about the game. game. Okay, okay. Yeah, folks have been making jokes <laughs> about the game, like Lil Mama and the performance. <laughs> but I think it's 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 uh, Meek, YG, Khaled. Uh, oh, John Legend. John Legend yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Kirk Franklin. Yeah, that's, that's going to be good. Apparently. That's going to be good. I was gonna be mad. Oh, as I, hell. I, I, I already know what Kirk Franklin about to do. Kirk about to be doing all his little gospel talking speech oh, he's gonna shit, go off. and then he's gonna have like he got the choirs in the background, right? Yep. And Jala is gonna become coming about be drinking a higher, doing his singing shit. I already know how that shit gonna go down. That shit Dude's about to be fire, bro. Yeah, that, that shit about to be a fire performance. And I Warren's see. there. And matter of fact, no, no, keep no, keep behind. I, I just wanna say this, man. Please, cameras, do not be painting to Lawrence when this shit is going on. I'm gonna hate that shit you so much. You know they will. Bro. They will, but I, I don't want will. that, man. I don't. I don't want to see that that woman and her family in like their, their private moment like that. That shit is just nasty to me. Yeah, I, it is. I hate you, that. You're definitely yeah, right. It makes but my skin you know cold they like will. That. You know they will, bro. That shit is mad. You know they will. I hope they do it right. Cause for one, you pick the oh, right people. Pick the right people. You know, they're doing it right. I'm just saying. That, that, that's what I'm saying about my prediction. Like I told you, like that, like. I know for a fact it's probably gonna lead up to that like that higher song, mm-hmm. or they, either they's leading up to it or they're doing that shit in the beginning. Either way, they are Kurt Franklin there. I'm guessing they're gonna have a choir, like I said, mm-hmm. the big choir, John Legend in, Kurt Franklin doing his little thing. Like yep. it's gonna be, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, crazy. be crazy. It's gonna be theatrical. But yeah, YG, um, again, be <clears throat> safe. You feel me? You know we know how it is, man. When it comes to Rappers either being targeted by police or rappers trying police. to escape the street life or just simply put wrong place, wrong time. So YG, be safe out there. Keep doing your thug fizzle. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Grammys as well, the Grammys Ooh. got hit with a motherfucking bombshell earlier this week. But I mean, it's not like niggas really surprised about this shit, though. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we all expected it. Like, I think for me, when it comes to the Grammys, um, I, like I un, like I don't place my stock in it because as you as, as we all know like uh, the Grammys recently uh what their uh what's the call again the former CEO what's her name uh, uh it's uh what was it hold on. I have the article here she was yeah the recording the recording academy CEO and President Deborah Dugan Deborah, yeah. was put on administration administrative leave and this is like like what I think they say it was like ten days after she like. Yeah. Like, like, got into office and anything, too. Yeah. So, like, you know, because of that, like, she recently filed a... On a, Tuesday. You know, opportunities uh, mm-hmm. lawsuit against them. On Tuesday. Yeah. So, basically, she's saying uh, sexual discrimination, mm-hmm. uh, racial discrimination, and sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. She's talked about how uh, 
uh, I forget what the former CEO apparently raped the up and coming uh, yeah. a, a recording artist, mm-hmm. um, and they he was able to brush it on the rug, and he got like seven fifty mil mm-hmm. as a consultant. Yeah, um, Neil Portnow. Yeah, uh, Dugan's predecessor. Sick nigga. That's a nasty. Yeah, hold up. Let me read this. In her email, <laughs> Dugan accused Joel Katz, an entertainment lawyer who also serves as the Academy's general counsel of sexually harassing her. The filing also said that allegations of rape by a female artist were the real reason the contract of Dugan's predecessor, Neil Portman, was not renewed. So Joel Katz, uh, Dugan has accused of sexually harassing her and Portnow's predecessor raped a female artist. To add on to what AK said as well, um, Dugan also said how the Grammys are basically rigged like the the boys club of white men um basically utilize and abuse their relationships and force people to do certain things mm-hmm. in order to basically deny people of color and rap in particular of not being able to win their awards yeah. and it was like a 44 page com- uh report by the way she mentioned the year Macklemore won his uh, best album over the likes of Kendrick, Drake, and Cole, and, and uh, Jay. She uh, she mentioned the year Beyonce lost. She mentioned oh, a lot of different. Yeah, she mentioned a lot of different examples of the fact that hey, this committee of white people, mainly older white men who weren't fond or in uh, awareness of hip hop, denying hip hop awards. Um, this was the same comp- uh, group of folks, including Joel Katz, that two years ago, in response to folks complaining about the lack of women winners, said women had to step up, which, by the way, was a terrible statement because women in 2018 bodied men all across the board in yeah. the music that was dropped. It's a fact. And, uh, but yeah, apparently this is like the third time in recent years where the Grammy's been caught up in some nonsense. Before the big show, you know, before the big freaking show. And this was something where I applaud her. And, and, and this is what I'll say. I applaud her for coming out and saying this, even though some of us or a lot of us expected a lot of shady and nasty business going on. Yeah. But at the same time, it's also like, if you weren't in this position, would you have said something? Yeah. And and I know in this day and age, folks could hear what I'm saying and think I'm trying to take away credit or say I'm policing or being toxic or whatever it is, or a lot of these buzzwords. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying because it's, it's honestly the truth. Like, I look at it more like this. Both things can be true and both things can be right. She's absolutely right and saying the things that she's saying. I'm definitely going to roll with any woman that accuses a man of sexual harassment or anything else because the numbers are way too overwhelming in favor of women, and rightfully so. And, of course, when it comes to that topic, that doesn't include the fact that there are uh, there is unfortunately a huge number of women that don't report these type of crimes because they don't trust the, the law enforcement because of their inability to solve these crimes or their lack of compassion to solve it, right? So let's get that clear. But I also feel like it is also a right on the other end to say, hey, if she wasn't in this predicament where she's placed on administration leave and she was already there and already striving to get this position, mm-hmm. would she have felt empowered to say the same thing? 
I mean, she was. I don't. I don't think she would have keep it hundred. I'm the same way. I, 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 don't, I don't think she would have. But I appreciate yeah. her for saying but that. I think by the same time, I think like at the same time, you know, I do have to give her credit because I think she did this pretty quickly, considering like for Mitch's yes, ousted. She did. So which means that she probably had like a lot of mm-hmm. like shit ready yeah. on the go. Or so, she could have. I'll throw some bell here before passes to you. Or she maybe felt this way, wanted to say something. But this end up having to be the best way to do it. Yeah. God works in mysterious ways, yo. Like yeah. this could have been in as well. Uh, that's a big fact, and I, and I think you know I think like, I think we all agree like, we, like we said uh, many times already like we all agree that we believe already the Grammys always had like some shady mm-hmm. shit in the background. But I do want to say at the same time, um, when it came to like black categories, we already know they're gonna get that shit wrong. They always got that shit wrong. Mm-hmm. But I will say though, and this is kind of shooting them a little bit of bail. Like when it comes like to the white categories, I don't know that shit. Mm-hmm. But when it comes like like the major, some of the major shit, like song of the year, da da da. Sometimes they've gotten that shit right, and I won't, I won't, yeah. I, I will give them that credit. Like they they got some shit right too, you know. But at the same time, like we already know like how it is, and it's just it, it's just pretty much just pure confirmation for us yeah. now. It's like okay, like every time when the Beyonce shit happened, we said it was this, and like we know it now. Yeah. Like with this, we know it now. Mm-hmm. And another factor to it too is that like I, I hope it doesn't taint the way. Uh, but I don't think it will. Like um, because Grammy nominations is a is a big name thing. You know, mm-hmm. when the artist gets a Grammy nom- is, is Grammy nominated now, that's like that uh, extra mm-hmm. commas on the check now from the labels. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't think it will. But I don't. Maybe this is me just thinking. I just hope it doesn't kind of like negatively affect. But they're gonna get how, how much? Are they gonna get either? You know yeah. what I mean? I don't. I don't, I, don't I don't think it will though. I don't think it will. Actually, let me also touch on Dugan again because uh, there's this article from Washington Post and what uh, AK and I said. I mean, we both stand on it because we meant it to be true. But to get be fair to Dugan um, and his article, which breaks down like the timeline of this all. When did the controversy start? According to Dugan's lawsuit, she emailed the Academy's director of human resources on December 22nd detailing serious concerns she had since take over the organization in August. The email oh. makes a number of claims ranging from alleged conflicts of interest among the members of the Academy's Board of Trustees to irregularly, I don't know this word, to irregular, I'm going to say irregular trends in the Grammy voting process. So, hey. Oh, she was calling them off in the get-go. So she was calling them off in the get-go. Oh, so Just saw that. Salute to you. Shout that means you yeah. was been doing that yeah. before you was let go. Uh, so yeah, we rolling with her all the way then. Yeah. Uh, it's not just a matter of just rolling with her, just mostly, mostly, and feeling some way about this. Oh no, we rolling. Yeah, we rolling with her all the way. So like, she was in house. She started shit from the get go. She was like, "Yo, this is shady business." So Dugan, salute to you. Um, and it's not good for the Grammys because again, if you're this institution and you got the credibility is shot. Yeah, you it's know, shot. in, in twenty twenty, just like it was saying in twenty nineteen and twenty eighteen. You have to get with the times, yo. You got to get with the times when it comes to communication. You have to get with the times when it comes to diversity. You have to get with the times when it comes to just perception and reputation. So the your reputation right now is you're Shitty. lacking that. You're lacking serious diversity in your company. Mm-hmm. And you finally give a woman a chance to lead your company. Yeah, and you, have, you F it up because Shorty has to leave after six months. Because... You were harassing her, and you weren't taking her, uh, her complaints claim and claims seriously. That is not a good look in 2020. I just think it's a matter of, at the end of the day, when it comes to just the awards aspect, 
because again with Dugan, let me let let me clarify. Now reading that last part, we're completely rolling with her all the way. Mm-hmm. We were already supporting her before that. Again, believing in her, hoping she gets the justice and everything settled when it comes to just the job aspect, the sexual assault, and and, and those crimes aspect. It was just a matter of, I guess, the integrity, integrity, and whether or not she would say it in that position. She was. So we rolling with her all the way now. She checked off all the boxes. She's going to be good. She's probably going to settle. Yeah, she's probably going to settle. But I would just say for artists, it's just a matter of, for me personally, I don't think the awards, Drake said it best last year at the Grammys, like, that doesn't define you. Like, if there's anything to take great pride in, it's the connection you have with the fans, the money you make, the art that you're creating. That, to me, is what matters most at the end of the day. You feel me? Like, a little award, a little... I get it. It's cool. Grammy nominated, Grammy winning. Buy some chips to your bank account, you know? But yeah. that's still fire when you have a number one song or number one album in the country. It's still fire when you say, yo, I sold five million yeah. or did a sold-out tour. Like, that's just as big. I, I'm still going to watch the Grammys tomorrow because it's... I, I'm, I don't like watching the Grammys, man. I don't like the... I don't like to look at the performances. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna just look at the the Nipsey joint and if yeah. I go on my way. No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been invested. Like, this is like the first Grammys I was in. I've been invested in in a few years. So I'm gonna check it out again. The whole Nipsey tribute. Yeah, that's about it. Um, certain awards. I want to see uh, Tyler better win some. I want to see. No, they're they not gonna out. show uh, like the rap awards on TV though. That's gonna be like online or something. They're probably like. not. That's gonna be. Yeah, some that's, that's, what do. that's what they always be doing. Like, but hey, I don't got hey. cable, so I'm look, just streaming. Man. As long as my man's Burner Boy get that uh, world album, Grammy, you know, I'm going to be straight. Even though, you know, still fuck the Grammys. I just want my nigga Burner. When it comes to my nigga Burner, I just want to win everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, just win. Just win. Fuck it. Win. Get them moments in everything. Just win everything. I, I like that for you. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's it. Yep. Uh, the next topic was this really dope article I read on DJ Booth the other day. Shout out to uh, Yao Phillips. Yao Phillips, in case you don't know, is a really good writer. Um, he's become known for his work on DJ Booth, he where he has these really good, informative and opinion and opinionated pieces. And, and he got like an original like a uh, review thing. Yeah, review like shit. he. Uh, like, that, that's that's I'm, I, that was tough. Yeah, I a couple years ago when I was doing the whole first take, the first listen reviews where I was typing up live, I got that idea from him straight up. Like I got that from you, bro. Like I was like, yo, that's fire. I would want to do that. So I was staying up between 12 and 2 o'clock, writing out my thoughts as I was listening to them albums. So I got that completely from Yao. And he wrote this really interesting piece, in my opinion, about music festivals. And uh, the title is, Music Festivals Are Liminal Spaces, From the Throne to Frank Ocean. For music lovers, festival festivals represent headlines and history, openings and closing, and being there, wishing you were open. And it was a very dope article about you know, that want and need to be at these shows, especially like a festival, because let's face it, festivals have changed the game. Festivals have changed the game. Festivals have become the new it thing. If you're a fan of music, it's like, okay, yeah, you may have your favorite artist or artist that you will want to see at their own concert, but if they're part of a Rolling Loud, if they're part of a Coachella, if they're part of a Governor's Bowl, you can see everybody you want to. You can see them and everybody else. And what is this open more free-thinking type of environment, and it seems to be way more lit 
even though I still personally love going to my shows at like the garden or whatever, but yeah. you go out to an open space and you get to have that and then some. And there was like some fun facts that I remember got I got from there, like uh, what you call it. Over 52% of the U.S. population attends a live music event each year. Um, that was really interesting to me, just seeing that. And 56% of attendees will update social media while viewing a concert or a festival. And I'm yeah. pretty sure a majority of those people that attend live events are probably attending festivals. Yeah. Um, I mean, hey, hey, yo, have you been to the festival? Never. I, like, really? still, there's no, no lie. There's been times that I've planned. And like, I remember the one time, the one time I really could have gone to a festival was um, freshman year. Uh, this is back in Howard in D.C. Yeah. This is when the um, it was Trolectro. This is when it first like was first oh, starting okay. up. Like I think the first few years, like I think it was like the second or third year, it was doing it. Yeah. Um, and it was like a show. I think the tickets was like thirty dollars at the time, mm. and I was like, eh, I could go to this shit. And I think when I wanted the day I wanted to go, it was raining, so I just like, eh, fuck it, nah. Yeah. Um, I think when there, I think like Governor's Ball, there's been times where like I planned it. Like, okay, let me see how much money this ticket is. Mm. Oh, I want to go this day. Damn, that's too much bread. And I'm gonna have the like the money to get the uh you know the shit I need, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and then you know what I mean? So it's just a little bit of like I um I've always be looking like Coachella, like I'll always like look at like who I would like to see, but just never go. So one of these days is honestly like on my bucket list, wish list, I gotta go. In my freaking DC happening. I forgot the name of it, but I remember seeing Ari Rocky Lennox. Fest. Rocky Fest. Yeah, Ari Rocky Lennox Fest. is there, J.I.D. Hold on, let me look it up. And I remember seeing that, and I was like, hey, I'll, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll kind of be down to go. Like, I, I love, love D.C. Go. I would love to go. I, I would love DC, to go. I love D.C., motherfucking. I'll gladly trip. Oh, yeah, I got it. It's uh, Broccoli Fest, May yeah. 9th, so my birthday month. The uh, Baby, Rowdy Rich, Megan Thee Stallion, Ari Lennox, Burner Boy, Doja Cat, Lucky Day. IDK, Soul Election, uh, special guest, Sasha Marie. And I saw that uh, the distance between the stadium that it's at, which is at uh, RFK. I don't know what that shit is. That is not too far from like the White House and like yeah. that section of D.C. So I saw that. I'm like, hey, oh, that goes by, yeah. I might try to pull off a little day trip or something. You oh, feel me? That shit going to be tough. Yeah, I should gonna be so. But I, I think I gotta go see the tickets. I know, like, I guess of course, yeah. that's the thing I gotta always like plan for it in advance. Cause I, when I heard Burner Boy, I was like, I'm out the. You know, you have the benefit of you also have the benefit of having a whip. So if you wanted to pull off a day trip, you could. I right? could. Like I you could. really could. I like, really could. Get you some Z's. I could. Nah, but only thing, the only problem about that is even yo man, I'm telling you, I'm trying to save money because that's also. Not just gas, that's mad tolls right there too. Yeah. And it's more expensive if you don't got the easy pass. I don't got the yeah. easy pass. You know what I mean? So it's like. But to see your boy Burner five hours away. Hey, look, even. man. Yo, the Mega Bus work just fine too. Ha, that uh-huh. is true. Mega Bus work just fine too, you know. So I, I, I could probably do that. Oh, shit, even Amtrak. I fucking love Amtrak. Yeah. I can take an Amtrak down and be, and be, and be straight. But when I do that, man, I see Burner, you straight, you set. I'll probably be my girl with me too, because I know she yeah. loves better as well. So fuck it. We both down. Yeah. So I gotta I gotta plan for that shit in advance. Yeah, it's January. <laughs> Save January. up. Put the ten dollars in the pinky bank. Like, okay, yeah. here you Yo, go. Hey, <laughs> you'll be surprised, bro. You'll be surprised. But I was saying again in that article, um, 
I, I'm not surprised by just that aspect of festivals becoming more popular than what they are. Yeah. Not to mention the whole aspect of wanting to be there. Like, again, we all... I remember Andrew Schultz said it best on his podcast, The Brilliant, Brilliant Idiots, years ago. And uh, I remember him saying something about with social media, yeah. it's no different than being in school when kids will feel a way about coming to school the next day after they missed the day and they found out, yo, there was a big fight. Oh, yo, there was a substitute teacher in the class. Oh, uh, yeah, the fear of missing out. Yeah, like fear the out. fear of missing out. And people have that when it comes to music festivals, even if it, even if it's projected differently. That's a fact. Because they love showing off the, the, the wristbands. They love showing off the fact that they're yeah, they got at, a little lan- lanyard. Yeah, lanyards. They love showing the fact that they're there in the moment. And, and having uh, fun. You know, and it's funny because it's kind of why I stopped really recording or really taking pictures of a lot of stuff, even like on trips, because it's like I'm trying to do more living, bro. You're like trying to live in the moment for that the shit. The memories that I get will always stick out to me more than what's on my phone. Like the pictures and videos that I take on my phone, like yeah. After posting them and looking at them, I'm gonna delete them. I'm gonna be like, yo, I need space on my phone. Like, freak am I doing? Yeah. Like. That's why it's a matter of like, yo, I enjoy going to these things and living in a moment. Because last year was my first time going to festivals. Like, I went to yeah. Afropunk for the first time. I went to Rolling Loud for the first time. I told that story. And it was the same thing. Like, I'm trying to live in the moment and enjoy it. If yeah. it's not to post this stuff on a four-side story to let them know we're here. Not going to bother with it. I'm not really doing nothing on my story. Like, I might do a little something somewhere. Yeah. Like, yo, I'm here. It's lit. But, like... I'm trying to enjoy it, bro. Yeah, I feel you. I think I think for me, like anytime I, I, I went to a concert, like, uh, like I always like to live, like we were like living in the moment and shit like that. But for me, I always like to take a video. But I'm not the type of person that would like post it online or like put it on Snapchat or on the stores, or whatever. I would like, I just like saving that shit because it's like, damn, yo. Sometimes, I, sometimes I, that ass, I still go back, I go back like to the yeah. rolling joints, listen to that shit, or I go back to like the the times I take uh, videos at Boogie's concert down there in yeah. Brooklyn. I'm like, yo. These shits are fire, like yo, man. I was at this concert. This shit is live, like, yeah. I think it's also it's good to like, you know just live in the moment, enjoy yeah. yourself. But I don't think there's anything wrong with just have catching like a little memory of like oh, when yeah. you like I'm was there and like you I'm know just having not fun and for shit. You, know you I mean? there recording the whole motherfucking show? Oh yeah, I, I, okay, I get that. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I'm. I'll never. Like, now it's funny. Like, I, I, I get like the whole song yeah. or whatever, and be like, ah, I'll be, I'm a, shit. I'll be a hypocrite because I love watching concert videos on YouTube. Yeah, like because the records, hearing the records in concert, be fire. Yeah. So I'll gladly say I'm a hypocrite for that. But you won't never catch me doing it. Like, no, nah, but I, I'm I, living I, and enjoying it. Yeah, I feel you. Catch nah, but I think for me, yeah, yeah, I think for me, I, I think stuff. like a, like if somebody's doing like a full like two, for example, like I think it happened to me like uh, at the Biggie concert. I think what that nigga do? I think he did uh, sky. Uh, I think skydive into like rainy these whatever. I'm like, okay, oh shit, I'm there waiting mad long with the camera just trying to record it and shit because it's like, yo, I know it's a long. Yeah. So and like the way it was leading up into like yep. into that shit, I was like, okay, yo, this is like a concert track instrumental. Like, all right, man, this shit sounding mad fire. I gotta get this. I got to. Um, even going back to like the recent Golding joint too at the that Twitter joint. Yeah, the Twitter. It, man, it, yeah. Like, even even that one, like when he was doing that um that song, which I I, I think was this is Chuck West. I didn't record that shit. No, no, yeah, I didn't record that shit. But like, yeah, yeah. I like that's one of those times. I was like, okay, nah. Like let me like stay in, yeah. Live in that moment because it's like okay, yeah. nah, this is something special. He's like, yo, 
this is like some unreleased shit, like brand new, like nobody heard this. I'm like, all right, bad. Let me just be respectful. Nigga, I know niggas gonna record it anyway, but I just mm-hmm. wanted to be like, you know what? Yeah, just be just, Yeah. But even then, you know what I mean? But, yo, there's like the shows, the like being able to record and being able to have that memory is, is, is also, I think, a good, useful thing as well. Just sum it all up myself. It is. It is. Like, again, like I'm for it. It's just to a certain extent. Like, I remember yeah. going to the Childish Gambino show. They can't be doing the full yeah. 45 minute. Yeah. Like, bro, yeah. So like, like, get some to stuff. The, like, the regular videographers type Yeah, shit. get some stuff, but live, bro. Like, trust me, the memories in your brain will always be better than what's on your phone. Because I, I tell people all the time, that before we wrap this up, <clears throat> the best show I've ever been to was seeing Dave Chappelle live at Radio City Music Hall during his residency there. And we had our phones locked up in pouches. Oh, you, you were forced to remember that shit. That's why. Yeah. But that, that comedy but one of those shows that you got there. Yeah. I did because it's not even just like, oh, well... Can I tell you off the rip what was Dave's material? No, yeah. I can't. But it was just the entire environment. Right, it was it the was fact good. that I still remember to this day the 52-year-old retired black teacher sitting next to me. Yeah. And we're talking about concerts and Chappelle's comedy and the fact that he loves going to these shows with his son. Yeah. I still remember the three white girls next to me that was loving John Mayer. Yeah. Or the 28-year-old. And I'm not making up the ages. Like, during the conversation, you find out how old you are. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, I'm 24. Oh, yeah, I'm 52. Or, hey, I'm 28. Like, yeah, bro. Like, I'm on vacation from Iowa to see yeah. Chappelle. Like, you just remember that stuff. Like, I remember seeing Chance post-coloring book yeah. at that event. Coming on stage with the motorcycle. Like, going crazy. And That's tough. randomly seeing John Stewart come out on stage and seeing Hannibal Buress. Like, yeah. the memories that come up in my head, to me, are way better than what it would have been, like, capturing my phone with my mom freaking handshaking, yeah, going crazy. Like, oh, Look at oh, that. You know what I mean? Like, but I that's just that. me. And again, y'all, shout out to you. That was a really good article. Um, final topic on the day. I saw this last night. Uh, Fabio Foreign. Uh, I think was speaking on High 97 yesterday. He was speaking to Ebro, and he said, like, yeah, he spoke to Bobby and them. And he said, uh, Fabio, that uh, Bobby Schmurter is releasing a new mixtape in two weeks. If Are so, we believing I hope that? so. I don't know. Are I mean, we believing that? Keep it, uh, it, it's, it, like, niggas have done that before, but I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, if it is true. Bobby, devious. Hey. But, but you know something mm-hmm. like, it, it, like let's keep it like Max is, is in jail, but he's still relationship. shit. You feel me? It, yeah. It, it, you know he he is coming home soon, so mm-hmm. maybe it's a similar situation. You know who, who knows? But um, even either way, we already know like when when Bobby come home and Roddy come home, mm-hmm. you know GS Nine, mm-hmm. you know the originators of the whole Brooklyn jail shit. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like this whole and why Emma's gonna be a popping place again? You yep. feel me? So that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Hey, yo, AK, you might have to get me on the phone with this one. I've been learning how to do that motherfucking dance, yo. Oh, look at my horn, bro. Look at my horn. Yo. Yo, this nigga. Big Mop! This nigga trying to do the woo shit. <laughs> Hey, 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 h
them at the month freaking uh SOBs, bro, at the at the shows. Yeah. I was hitting that at the party. I'm like, y'all don't know about this in New York. Hey, hey, hey. I was getting Yo, into it, bro. That shit was tough. That, that hey, hey shit is always tough. Yo, shout out to 22 G's. Yo, man. Uh, Sniper Gang Freestyle. I just want to say this too. Shout out to the G's. shout out to the Brody. You feel me? I knew I knew you knew like 22 G's was that nigga when he was down in uh, I think Miami. He tried to catch him on that murder rap and he beat and that he shit. beat the, oh and he my beat that God. shit when that shit happened because I remember like I, I, I was I was trying to I was reading it. I, I remember I heard that shit the first time like damn. Cause I think I just heard Suburbans like um uh no Suburbans for the first time. Yeah. When that shit happened like yo this nigga nice. I hope he got a like, good future ahead of him. I hope, hope, hope he keeps his head on shit. hope he's good. Mm-hmm. Next day, uh, 22 G's was arrested on a murder charge. Da, 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 da. I'm like, damn. Yo, if he beats this shit, this nigga about to be legendary. Guess what that nigga did? He beat that shit. Dog. So, come on. I, I, like, I, this, no, this big things for this nigga. I see it. I just know. This dude is crazy. Oh, and Baby Keem, though. I just got to say shout out to Baby, Baby Keem. Keem. Baby Keem, another one I got for the Man future. Man myth legend, Baby Keem. Baby Keem. Shout out to them. I Fabio, I love you, but I'm not I'm not rolling with the thought of Bobby releasing the mixtape in two weeks. If he does, he does. It just came out of random, but we'll see. But yo, 22 G's. I want to see him in concert. Oh, this is gonna get no, that's gonna be crazy. Did hold up, did Will say I think he said a few episodes ago a few episodes ago that 22 G's was signed with Columbia? No, it's not him. It's uh Who did Will Pop say Smoke, Pop Smoke, uh, Pop Smoke. Cause Pop is signed to uh, no twenty two G's with Atlantic. Yeah, okay. he's with Atlantic. Yeah, Will says somebody was signed. No, it's Pop. Yeah, I just got the wrong guy. Nah, Pop because Pop Smoke is signed to uh Victor and Vic, Pusha T's nigga mm-hmm. Victor, and then through Vic he signed Steven to Steven uh, Victor and them. Yeah, and then through he signed to uh Columbia. Sure. But hey, folks, that's all we got for today's episode. Thank you for listening once again to episode one hundred six. We really up. appreciate you guys. Recorded on Saturday. January 25th, 2020. Again, follow us on social media at Pod. Check us out on all streaming platforms that are available to you. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Check out our writing, by the way. Medium.com slash at Writes. Side note, I want to tell people, because I saw this last night with my lady. Check out that new Bad Boys, yo. That new Bad Boys film is fire. And I know... Yeah, I gotta watch it. I know this may sound crazy to some of you, but it's my life. To me, the new Bad Boys is the best one out of the three. I said what I said. The new Bad Boys is the best one out of the three. And I know, and I know some of y'all, it's like, well, it's easy to stick to the same formula. You're right. But you know what else is easy? To F it up. <laughs> it's very easy. That's to a fact. F up That's a fact. The, the, the script in the bag. So and to me, easy. without spoiling it, all I'm going to say is the new Bad Boys still give you that Bad Boys feel while also giving you some really dope new developments. In my opinion, I don't think there was a lagging yeah. moment. Like, it, 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 did it uh, make a setup for like a next for like a Yeah, because there's a Bad Boys 4 coming out. That okay. came out once they saw that this joint was about to be mega, mega big Damn, in the box office. Known. But um, but um, but yeah, I just say again, bro. I think this this uh, third edition of Bad Boys was the best one. It still gave us that Bad Boys feel, the classic moments, but the new developments in it, from characters to certain scenes to storylines, yeah. to me was just as good. And I still say what I said: it's easy to follow the same script, but it's also really easy to f it up. Uh-huh. 
And I don't think they effed it up. So I highly recommend you guys check out Bad Boys for Life. Shout out to the whole gang in there, man. And as we always say, free the guys up top, free the guys down low. You already know how we're rocking, man. Ah, ah, ah. Talk to you next time.